Welcome to the Year of the Movie podcast, the podcast where we talk about movies from the year of the movie 2023. I'm Sebastian. I'm Maggie. And this is our first recording back from our little break and our first recording in a year that isn't the year the podcast is about. It... <laughs> we are no longer in the year of the movie. We are now in the year of 2024. After the year of the movie. We are AYOTMP. <laughs> We'll workshop it. Yeah, we'll work on that yeah. one. Um, expect a rebrand coming soon. <laughs> uh, we're also in a different room. Yeah, for, so for video and if audio sounds different. Um, it is. It's different. Yeah. <laughs> we are at our client's studio space, which we are able to use for stuff like this, yeah. which is a fun relationship to have. It's <clears throat> very cool. You do feel weirdly far away, and I didn't realize how close those couches were. Yeah, we're usually much closer. Yeah. There's a lot of dead space in this shot, for sure. The amount of time that we we don't touch each other, unless it's a bit, you feel weirdly far away from me. I can be closer, Maggie. You no, just have to ask. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So, movies? Uh, yeah. So, why we... Hey, why we started this podcast? Yeah, so, 2023... Um, was a goofy year wow, past for, for movies. Mm -hmm. A lot of weird things came out. A lot of weird things happened in terms of movie making. Yep. Um, examples of weird movies. Strays. 65. 65. 80 for Brady. <clears throat> Cocaine Bear. There was a George Foreman movie that I don't know if anyone ever actually watched. There were a lot of biopics. There were a lot of um, stand-up comedians who made movies. Yep. Um, there, I mean... Barbenheimer, uh, and then Strikes, which we'll talk about a little bit later, um, which will impact movies into the future. So yeah, we might weird. feel the effects of the year of the movie. It's weird because I feel like we already kind of, because I like remember in 2022 when trailers started coming out mm -hmm. for this, or for the year of the movie, uh, I was like, oh, there's some weird stuff coming up. Yeah. And right now, like, I don't. Like, there's some interesting stuff coming out. So there's a couple that I've seen. So yeah. part of that is um, a lot of movies change their uh, release date because of the strikes. And they yeah. wanted to... So they a lot of them have been pushed to 2024, like the Dune Part 2, mm -hmm. um, which isn't necessarily goofy. Yeah. But um, that the... Craven. Craven. What is the... Uh, the uh, Jake, what's his face, from New Girl? And he has to survive for 30 days. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I remember what it's called. Andy Samberg is playing himself. Yeah, that one. Um, the gooviest one that I've seen for 2024. Oh, Argyle is the other one that oh, was yeah. supposed to release this year. Or 2023. Yeah. Um, the I don't know if it was supposed to release in 2023, but it has 2023 energy. Is Lisa Frankenstein. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 So I am looking forward to that. One. Yeah, like that in Argyle, like our goofy movies yeah. that I'm looking forward to. But I just mean like in the same level of just like, oh, this is not cinema. Yeah. Of just like 65 and Strays. Like Strays just came out like kind of in the end of the year of 2023. But the trailer mm -hmm. was pretty early, real early. And so it was just like, and I'm not seeing that. And I think it's because of the strikes. And mm -hmm. it's just interesting to, to see yeah. already. Yeah. I think part of that is like what made I you know what we'll get into it later of what made 2023 the year of the movie. Uh anyway, 
If you like what we're doing so far, uh, you could consider supporting us on Patreon or subscribing to our channels or following us on podcasting platforms and or, and or leaving a review. It's very helpful. We really appreciate it. We also appreciate uh, the feedback that we've gotten in person from a couple of people. That's been super cool. That's been nice. Yeah. Uh, I'll say our Patreon only five dollars. That's true. Only five dollars. That's true. For a small five dollars a month. <laughs> you can make a hard day. Yeah. <laughs> Every day. Every day for a yeah. month. <laughs> and then next month, you're gonna make it again. It's a beautiful relationship. <laughs> uh, so today is not a movie review. We're looking at our standings. This is our 20th episode. Everyone just turned the podcast yeah. on. <laughs> so the thing that we just said it's about is not happening today. Not today. Yeah. Because we took a break. We took mm-hmm. a little holiday break. Mm-hmm. Things are happening behind the scenes that we're dealing with yeah. and, and moving we're, forward on projects. We're going to be busy for the next month and a half. So we're trying to do stuff now. Yeah. <laughs> and if you want to know what kind of stuff, go check out our other podcast, The Virtual House Session. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, anyway, enough self-promo. So, we're going to look at highlights of the year of the movie 2023. Uh, we're going to look at our, like, our averaged ratings, what that standings look like. And then, if we have a personal top five, what movies are we looking forward to, which you kind of just mentioned now. Uh, all that good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Can I ask? You can ask. If, if 2023 was a movie... Was it successful? <laughs> yes, actually. Interesting. Uh, okay. Because of, what a solid transition. <laughs> so, 2023, it, domestic box office surpassed $9 billion, which is uh, the best. It's more year. than I have. It, it's more than the same. And it's also the best year since the pandemic. Okay. Um, wow. So, it really, like, it's... It's the year of the movie. Oh, that's up. So, so, CNN says compared to 2019, 2023 had 17 fewer wide release films, which makes the total earnings more impressive. Yeah. Uh, and then compared to 2020, there was a 300% jump in the gross earnings. Uh, the most corporate way to phrase the year ever was this quote that's also from that same CNN article that said, uh, 2023 was one of the most tumultuous, confounding, and indeed exciting years for the industry with audiences enthusiastically interested in in the movie-going experience and the films on offer at the multiplex while delivering insights into what is appealing and what is not from their perspectives as reflected in the many unexpected hits and misses during the year. That's all one sentence. Good. So it just, all of that just means weird movies made money this year. My, my theory <laughs> for why that happened is the development hell that everyone was in yeah. in 2020 made people just say yes to whatever. And then 2023, I feel like, is far enough away from, like, I I don't consider there being a specific, like, end point to the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I think 2023 is far enough away, though, for a lot of people to feel comfortable to go back yeah, to the Yeah, I think people definitely were going back more. Because there were weirder movies that were yeah. out. Well, it's also just, like, in, in t- terms of TV, too, like, I don't know exactly why, but, like, tv viewership has been up this year um for things like uh like award shows and all of like like the golden globes or yeah and then other like thanksgiving day parade and the Mm -hmm. dog show like all of that was up this year which is weird because it's been going down yeah the past few years right so i don't know what it was 
for the year of the movie that everyone was like, you know, let's let's give mass media a try again. (laughs) Um, So that nine billion dollar mark is, I think, 2019. The total was eleven billion dollars. So we're not at pre-pandemic levels, but this we're bouncing back. Three hundred percent gross. I know math. That's pretty good. And we have cocaine bear to thank. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was also going to say is like people saying yes to random movies is there was that Elizabeth Banks interview where she said like she read the script for Cocaine Bear while she was isolating during the pandemic. Yeah. She was like, why wouldn't I say yes to this? This is what my mental state is right now. Yeah. So I feel like if Elizabeth Banks was going through that, everyone else was too. <laughs> Which I hope that like it does show the world of Hollywood of just like, yeah, people like weird things. They'll watch we it. want original weird things. We don't yeah. just want the same old the recycled ip yeah which there was a lot of that this year oh, for too. sure but they didn't do great yeah like yeah indiana jones yeah Oof. we still haven't seen it yet nope yeah <laughs> and, and still won't yeah still, we do an episode about it yes. uh barbenheimer two oh. of those original ips so greta gerwig is the first solo female filmmaker to have a film earn one billion dollars Oppenheimer made $955 million. So close. Yeah. Uh, Barbenheimer gave AMC its largest single-week admissions revenue since the company was founded in 1920. Those are good numbers. Yeah. So, yeah. this it, Yeah. Barbenheimer started as a meme, became a real experience of people doing the double-featured thing of watching Barbie and watching Oppenheimer. I'm trying to think, like, what this year's barbenheimer could even be i don't don't think there is one yeah i mean nothing can ever be barbenheimer it'll be its own different thing right just like another like movie event and i i don't think i don't know enough there isn't anything that's like juxtaposing each other enough on the same day same day i don't know enough about the movies that are coming out in 2024 to say like yeah and this is going to be the next one or something And don't expect us to know Anything. Anything about 2024 <laughs> because we're focusing on 2023. We'll probably still talk about 2024 movies just like every once in a while because we'll, yeah. we'll watch new stuff. We do that sometimes. <laughs> we'll probably talk about Argyle. <laughs> yeah. It's got Sam Rockwell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Video game movies were big at the beginning and the end of the year. Uh, Super Mario Bros. was one of the first big box office hits of the year with $1.3 billion. Uh, uh, that movie is a ninth of... Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, there was also a huge opening weekend for Five Nights at Freddy's that was more recently. Yeah. Uh, I forgot to get a specific number on that, but, you know, a nice bookend to the beginning and end of the year. I don't think it was as successful as Mario. No, it, but... it's not near the $1.3 billion mark, but it was number one in its opening weekend. That much I know. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then uh, streamers made some interesting moves. Sure <laughs> so a quote from an Esquire piece says, uh, continuing from the disappearance of Batgirl last year, the promise of the streaming era took another knock this year. It wasn't just upcoming originals being denied a release and written off for tax purposes, as happened late in the year with the high-tested Coyote vs. Acme, but existing streaming-only titles began unceremoniously removed from services. Um, Disney Plus 
Jettison's story works like the Willow series in the Artemis Fowl film, Paramount Plus sent Grease series, Rise of the Pink Ladies off in a flying car, and banished the Twilight Zone revival to, well, the Twilight Zone. HBO Max removed Westworld after not renewing it for a final season and ditched Snowpiercer too. The dream of everything being available always is well and truly over. Yeah, this is such a weird This thing. is the the bad side of the year of the movie. Yeah. Um and this is less about movies and just streaming in general, but like yeah. it's just weird that Netflix is coming back to being the main streamer because what's happening is all of these independent companies were like oh we can just do our own streaming and then we don't have to pay netflix right and then they were like oh it's really expensive to have our own servers and so that's why they're getting rid of all of these things off of their servers because it's cheaper Mm -hmm. not have as much but they can still make money by renting it out to netflix Mm -hmm. or amazon yeah and so that's what they're doing again so like all of like the hbo stuff is basically going back to netflix which is goofy. Mm-hmm. And that's because of the Discovery merger with yeah. Warner Brothers and Zaslav. And it's just, I don't know how I feel about it. I appreciate that there potentially could be fewer streamers again, but Netflix clearly knew what they were doing when we all thought they were idiots. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're upping their prices. You can't share your password anymore. Mm-hmm. So now we pretty much are like, which those things are still bad, but from a pers- yes. like business perspective, I'm, I'm clearly yeah yeah, I'm not on board as a user. No, <laughs> if I was part of that one percent, sure. Yeah, when I say they know what they were doing, I meant for the money aspect, yeah. not for helping us. Yeah, and then also Coyote versus Acme mm-hmm. is being shopped around supposedly yeah. to a streamer, so theoretically we will still be able to watch that one. Yeah, because that one really was just like. Everyone who watched this was like, this is a great movie. Like, it's going to be a box office smash. Mm-hmm. And then HBO was like, eh. Yeah. So the writing off movies for tax purposes is like the... the it's so sad. Like, the darkest version of the the business part of the movie business. Yeah. And I... And like, if you're like a... That. If you're just like a fan of movies, you should be sad about that too. But like... Yeah. We are mm-hmm. filmmakers. We make our own yeah. movies, and so it's just like the knowing that that is an option of like your your project that you spend years on could get fully made, mm-hmm. and then it's just never released because I think there's an assumed level of trust, or at least there used to be, yeah. of like once you get to the distribution part, then it's out there and people can see it, and that's super cool. It's at least at this point in time on a streamer somewhere yeah like but that's not super possible and um or it's not super guaranteed anymore yeah um part of that like change too also not super related to the movies but um is like influencers or like if you make any kind of content like we do then like we we can't guarantee that just because it's on YouTube, like there's, you're giving over some element of control by having it on a different server. People can watch it, great, but we can't control certain aspects of it because yeah. it's not on our platform, and that's not a thing we really have the power to look into at this point. So it's just like, it's very frustrating, and also like, I don't think I put it here, but um. A lot of animation stuff has also happened in 2023. That Sad year for yeah, animation. Yeah. Um, 
similar thing of mostly Max, but other things too, of getting rid of a bunch of animated series and wiping things from their platforms. So, like, that's that's unfortunate for viewers that they can't see that stuff, but it also sucks for the artists because now they don't have anything in their portfolio to point towards of, like, we have this, I worked on this successful series that's on this platform that's rated five stars or whatever. Mm-hmm. It sucks. Yep. Yeah. So... When we say it's the year of the movie. <laughs> we mean in the good and the bad. <laughs> um, another part of the, the trickier bits of 2023 were the strikes that happened. Um, so the SAG-AFTRA and WGA, which are uh, the actors and writers strikes, uh, they both happened this year. Um, so no actors and no writers means nothing was getting made, and that impacts 2024 and beyond. Uh, so maybe we'll still get goofy stuff coming out because yeah e- I feel yeah. like 2025 will probably be goofier than 24 yes but because like right now I feel like the tone is serious serious it's swinging back to serious because yeah, which like always yeah. does like it happens because like yeah. 2022 was like a, a genuinely fantastic year mm-hmm. for cinema yeah capital c cinema art yeah and then 2023 just was like six dinosaurs <laughs> and adam driver and dogs that talk and they say the bad words <laughs> and old ladies driving to go see tom brady <laughs> like <laughs> we talk about 80 for brady a lot Number one, haven't seen it yet. Number two, haven't looked into it yet if it's a cultural touchstone, but we keep talking about it because yeah. it's funny. Very funny that they made that yeah. movie. I think it would be a good movie for our series finale. <laughs> All of this is leading up to 80, 80 for Brady. Brady. Yeah, assuming it's still available on Paramount Plus by then, whenever we get there. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, that's another thing. That's another hurdle we're going to have to face. Yeah, there's so many. So, like, we're doing our best to watch as many of the 2023 Hallmark movies, mm-hmm. which we could do a whole podcast just on those. We won't. We won't. But because <laughs> Hall- my brain would have melted. Yeah, Hallmark takes their movies down almost instantly after yeah. putting them on streamers, and so finding them is almost impossible. Mm-hmm. So eventually, we'll do an episode on Hallmark 2023. Yeah, but. Yeah, and a lot of stuff is just going to be like, I hope we can find it. Yeah. Check I'm... our library. <laughs> Check. The Christmas movies are goofy in general. If we miss it or, you know, if you hear about us talking about one of them yeah. and then you can't see it, you're not missing a whole lot. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah, so the writer's strike happened from May 2nd to September 27th. The actor's strike was July 14th to November 9th. The main issues were not receiving residuals from streaming and the possibility of studios using AI to write scripts. They also got some healthcare stuff, I think, figured out in the final negotiations. Yeah, it wasn't like. It wasn't everything uh, they wanted. It wasn't the ideal. It was better than what they had. Yeah, which is the point of a strike. Yeah. Yeah. But it was still just like. Fine. We're asking for the bare minimum. Yeah. And maybe getting it. And it was also just... I don't know. I know funny isn't the right word. It's funny to me. Ironic? <clears throat> well, um, 
all of the studio execs were just like, no, we're not doing that. Mm-hmm. We're going to wait it out. You're going to come back. Yeah. And then six months went by or whatever it was, five months, four, I don't know, months went by. Yeah. Um. And then it was like up until the end, they were still like, nah, it's cool. And then a week later, they were like, okay, here you go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they were, everyone was holding out. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, any other highlights of the year you want to talk about before we get to our standings? Oh, gosh. Oh, there were so many. Um, technically, our short film premiered in 2023. That's true. At a film festival. That's true. We can do more self-promotion. Hell, yeah. Uh, yeah, that comes out 2024. Yeah. November 2024. Check out the trailer now for Hello, My Name is Friend Man. By the time you're watching this, it's been out for weeks. Yeah, maybe a month. <laughs> anyway, our ratings. So, these are... what, so first, I think we should say what we've watched or talked about so far and then go through the ratings. Okay. Um, so, in order. Or wait, wait. Okay. Our episode order. So, we had 65. Yeah. Uh, Cocaine Bear. We have a ghost. Somebody I used to know. Knock at the Cabin. Renfield. Dungeons and Dragons. Honor Among Thieves. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mutant Mayhem. Inside. A Haunting in Venice. Asteroid City. Chupa. Bottoms. Haunted Mansion. Old Dads. Somewhere in Queens. Paint. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, and The Marvels. Yeah. So we've done, if you couldn't tell, 19 episodes. 19 episodes. Uh, eight, mm, 21. 21 movies, yeah. 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 Because <clears throat> um, the Marvel episode, we just did one episode. Mm. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> that's, that's 19 weeks mm-hmm. of talking about a podcast or talking about movies for mm-hmm. a podcast and we've barely scratched the surface literally hundreds more to go hundreds more yeah um, so hopefully you like this podcast <laughs> and are, are are excited to to reminisce about the movies of yesteryear In 2026 we're gonna talk about we'll some, finally talk yeah. about 80 for brady this is gonna become a nostalgia podcast yeah <laughs> Yeah. But it's relevant. Yeah. Because it's close enough. Cinema. Cinema. Yeah. Okay, so. Our ratings. Our ratings. Averaged ratings. Our average ratings. This is including, like, episodes that are just us, and then if we have guests. Yeah. And also Bryce. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this is lowest to highest, and some of these are tied, so I just put them mm-hmm. in a random order. Yeah. The tied so one. Our, our lowest our, Shocking. Our only one that has this score yeah. of a 0.5. Out of four. Out of four is Old Dads. Yep. So if, if you haven't watched that episode and you're like, oh, man, why do you guys give it a 0.5? Go check it out. Yeah. I called Bill Burr a hipster. And then people online got confused, got confused and upset. Listen, we <laughs> are not the target audience. And yeah, no, and we even admit that. Yeah, but... From a movie standpoint? From a movie standpoint of what it claimed to do, it didn't. No. Anyway, Chupa. Chupa. It got a one. Chupa got a one. And... I stand by it. I stand by it, but I also do think if you want a dumb kids movie, 
why not give it a try just to see? This is not one that I would recommend parents watch with their kids just because it's so boring. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. There's just some goofiness in it that I think when you're older, you can appreciate. It's funny for reasons that aren't supposed to be funny. A man gets suplexed in a very funny way. Bad CGI leopard. Yeah, like... It's got everything. (laughs) Uh, uh, Christian Slater is there. Christian Slater is there for a reason. Paint. That's uh, a one, one as well, and uh, I don't I stand by I don't it. recommend watching that one. No. Uh, yeah. It's got some, some pretty pictures. If you just look at stills from that movie, looks cool. Yeah. Don't watch it. Uh, Haunted Mansion got a one. Really? Yeah. Oh, weird. Yeah. From our average, at least. So I yeah. think, let me look at the, um, 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 yeah. We, so we both gave it a one, and then Bryce gave it a one in oh. quotes. Yeah. Gotcha. I I thought Bryce gave it a higher, which is why I, I No, he was disappointed by it. He had yeah. he had bones to pick with. He that. did. It's true. Um inside got uh, a one. Now to clarify, that's not the Bo Burnham inside. No. This is Willem Dafoe <laughs> inside. Um this is a cool concept, bad execution. Yeah. I think this is one of the few movies that we have ranked one or lower. That I don't, I I don't recommend it for anybody. Like I couldn't rewatch. This I could one. not rewatch this one. The next one that's on this, I could rewatch, and, and we, maybe will. we will. Because we're gonna talk about it again. Sixty-five. It's, we gave it a one. We gave it a one, and I think I probably stand by it. For sure. The but, plot was not good. Yeah, but it is the movie that really sparked. Started it all. Podcast. Because <laughs> I saw that trailer, and like, the trailer is so goofy because they're showing scenes. Of, of Adam Driver on a planet, mm-hmm. and it's like teasing that there's some sort of monster. There's it looks like an alien movie. And like, then and then a graphic comes on the screen that says 65 million years, years ago. ago, and that was enough yeah. that I was like, oh yes, yeah, this is the year of the movie. I I watched that trailer and my brain broke because I was trying to think of the logic of like yep. are they dinosaurs? Are they aliens? Are they alien dinosaurs? Uh-huh. Who is the alien? Yep. Who is the dinosaur? And it's not what you would expect. No. It's worse. <laughs> uh, Cocaine Bear. We gave it a two. Yeah. And this, I recommend watching it. It's a fun movie. It's yeah. just not like It's an enjoyable two. Yeah. I don't know if I would give it a three. No. But I, I would give it a two and a half, but we don't do halves in our ratings. <laughs> so, robust two. Yep. Uh, somebody I used to know, not a robust two. Yeah. That's a sad two. That's that's a sad two. That's, a, that's main, a frustrating two. And that movie is the main reason we talk about the trailers yeah. in our episodes. Because it the marketing for it was so wildly different from the movie itself. That's why we were talking earlier before we were recording of like, if we're going to keep talking about the trailers in movies, yeah. I do feel like we should keep talking about the trailers just because the the way that a movie advertises itself yeah. in cases like this can be so wildly different than what it ends no, up. No, that's being. fair. Uh, Knock at the Cabin. We gave it a two. It had some good elements. It had some it. Re- really solid elements. It is a pretty average... We're not... It's We're about halfway through the list. It is very middle of the road yeah of like the cinematography is cool the the acting uh, is good acting is really good the premise is really good what lets it down 
is that it's an M. Night Shyamalan movie that does not have an M. Night Shyamalan twist. Yeah. And that bothers me. And I also read it and I liked the book more, which I know I had mentioned that I was going to do. Yeah. We recorded that instead. Yeah. Um, but it seems to be like with that story specifically, like the book is loads better the, than the story that M. Night yeah. told. So spoilers for knock at the cabin and also cabin at the end of the world the book but um m night Shyamalan did not want to kill the daughter that's in the movie which yeah um which i get it you have limits but (laughs) not to like advocate for that but in the book the way you can say you want to kill children just that one say it out loud so we have a clip of it (laughs) say it you coward of all of the things I've said on this podcast. Yeah, that's so weird that I wouldn't join you on that road. Um, so the in the book, the daughter dies, but it's accidental. Yeah. And it's there's so many more gray areas of like, does it count as them like as a sacrifice for them to save the world? Um, is the world even ending in the first place? Are these people like actually are is it true? Or are they just in, like, a shared psychosis thing? Like, all those things that the movie touched on and then didn't actually develop at all, the book does it in a very effective way. Um, and the ending is, like, uh, the he had the um, Paul Tremblay, the author, said in an interview that, like, he considers the ending to be much more, like, defiant and optimistic of like even if the world is ending they're going to choose each other and they're not going to like harm each other because of everything that they've gone through and the movie does not do that the twist in the movie is that there is an actual apocalypse and that's not even a twist because you see in the opening credits that there's that that, it's fine we've there's a whole episode about it. Yeah, if you want to. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. 2.5 with our average ratings. Cause... Out of four people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think you and... What is it? Yeah. Yeah, Sean and I gave it a three. Sean... Yeah, you and Sean gave it a three. Uh, I gave it a two. Bryce gave it a two. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some good stuff, some bad stuff. Yeah. I mean, I think 2.5 is an accurate rating. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mutant Mayhem. That's that's two point five. Um, I give it a two. Yeah. 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 I stand by that. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. That's pretty much that movie. <laughs> two point five for Renfield. Uh. This was an enjoyable good. two point five. Yeah. It's just there's some stuff that like. It's it the scale is all over the place, right? I like, enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, it was a really fun movie. I'd watch this movie several mm-hmm. more times. It's just there are things. It's still, it doesn't mean it's like a great movie. There's some story elements that are missing. That... There's some story elements that feel cookie cutter. Yeah. That like for every, as wild as the rest of this premise is of like an assistant to Dracula yep. that's living in the modern world. And then the trailer, not to the same level of somebody I used to know, but the trailer kind of makes it seem like the story is going to be like him going through therapy. And like the idea of putting yeah, modern therapy talk over the Dracula story. Super unique. Yeah. The movie doesn't quite fully commit to doing that the entire yeah, it, time. It goes more into an action comedy. Yeah. Which I enjoy. Like, a lot of it, and maybe it's because they both take place in New Orleans, 
but a lot of it reminded me just in like the style of shooting in action. And I don't mm-hmm. think I ever said this uh, was that Sam Rockwell movie, Mr. Right. Mm. Just a lot of it was just like, it's just like that kind of like loose premise. Yeah. Have some really cool, funny fight scenes. Yeah. And I love that kind of movie. So the fight scenes were good in that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we have a ghost. We gave it a three. <laughs> yeah. Which, man. Maybe it's a little too high. I don't know. I think I agree with the three. I just think that, like, it goes under the radar. Like, it's an under the radar three. It is. Because it's just like, yeah, it was it was a surprisingly good movie. I think that this one does also have cookie cutter plot elements to it. Yeah. But it does it in a somehow more effective way than Renfield does. Yeah. Where it it fully sticks with the modern stuff of like commits more yeah basically the only thing that i was a little iffy on with that movie was people saw a video of a ghost and they were like 100 percent confirmed verified ghosts exist yeah. this obviously isn't a filter or ai yeah. i fully believe what's in front of me <laughs> and this went viral immediately yeah. which is not anything against we have a ghost specifically that's just how movie logic works sometimes <laughs> uh dungeons and dragons honor among thieves we also gave it a three that's with Bryce's input as well. And Sean. Sort of. Sean Brady. Braley. Sort of input. For the parts that he saw, then he gave it a three. I like that for this show, not including Bryce, the only guests that we have have been named Sean. We got to keep that streak going. If your name is Sean and you want to talk about a movie from the year of the movie 2023. Email us. Email us. We'll see what we can do. <laughs> uh... A Haunting in Venice is a three. Yeah, which I've learned that my mother did not like that movie. <laughs> yeah. Which I don't think mine has seen it. Yeah. I thought it was a solid movie. As a Bravo fan and a Kenneth Branagh hater. <laughs> That's my Van Diagram middle. Yeah. I liked it more than I thought I would. Yeah. Because I don't like him yeah. and i don't like what he's done with that character and this movie surprised me in a good way yeah so three mm-hmm. uh somewhere in queens mm-hmm. gave it a three it's three another under the radar one yeah and it's a solid three yes <laughs> yeah like it i think it was close to a four for me but mm-hmm. it, it didn't quite stand out enough mm-hmm. to be a four it's a really impressive directorial debut. Yeah. Um, yeah. There, there's nothing like... I think it's it's a three because it's not a standout because it's like... It's it's not that it's safe, but it's it's a story thing that we... It's not a new seen. story. It's not new, yeah. but he also... Ray Romano made what he knows and that mm-hmm. helped it a lot. Yeah. Uh, the marbles is a three. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I think because that one Bryce didn't review. No. And so that was just Sean, you, and myself. So mm-hmm. we all gave it a three. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, not my favorite Marvel. No. Yeah. But it's not as bad as everyone was making it out to be. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. We gave it a three point five. Two of us gave it a four. Two of us gave it a three. Mm-hmm. It's a solid movie. Mm-hmm. I can't watch it again. <laughs> Find out why in our episode. 
And then our two top movies of the year. So, so far. far. There's one that we're waiting. Because we want to try and get a guest for it. Yeah. Uh, which I should figure out how to do that. But, yeah, we want to get a cool guest for it. But this, yeah. So, like, of movies that we've seen, we've seen three movies that we gave fours. We've reviewed two of them on the podcast. Yeah, I was going to say, because uh, there are things that we've seen. Because we did see Barbie. Yes. We haven't done an episode on Barbie. That's true. This is just the episodes that we've done mm-hmm. um, that have gotten fours. Yes. Uh, so Asteroid City, we gave it a four. Yeah. And Bottoms, we gave it a four. Yeah. I stand by both of those. Yeah. Very different fours. Yes, very different. <laughs> Asteroid City is like the cinema four. It's one of the, like, as much as we keep talking about all the goofy movies that have come out this year, there were some other ones that are like, for sure, guaranteed Oscar nominee, whatever. Like, the the more traditional, like... I mean, there still has to be Oscars. Right. It's not like they're going to be like, actually, guys, the selection this year was kind of piss poor. <laughs> We're skipping this one. <laughs> yeah. No, because there's also... Yeah. There's going to be some weird independent movie we've never heard of. It's going to be like, oh, it's got nominated. And then we're going to be like, okay, I yeah. guess we have to add things to our list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Astro City and Bottoms. Both got fours. Both got yeah. fours. And on the Oscars front, don't expect us. I'm coming at you, viewers. I'm coming in hot. Whoa. Don't expect us to have seen all the Oscar movies. <laughs> okay? Okay. Because we got to spread these movies out over years. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have? personal top five of the ones that we've done episodes on yeah so because the ratings are like so tied for a lot of them um yeah just wondering what's what's our you know we've got some robust twos and threes i don't know this is purely yeah vibes (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. i think i think we have a ghost would probably be my top like in terms of your favorite like, and I'm gonna I'm gonna rank these in terms of like, if I'm at home and I just want to put something on, mm-hmm. I think We Have a Ghost would probably it's pretty rewatchable. It's rewatchable. It's like chill enough that my brain isn't going like, what's happening right now? Because mm-hmm. Bottoms, great movie. So much happens in that. You do have to pay attention. And it's just like, uh, what is happening? And like so many things that I saw online were just like. I didn't understand this movie. What like what was even happening? Like I don't get it. Ew. Boo to that. Yeah. But I do understand the if you just like want to not think, you just want to put something fun on. Totally get that. Mm-hmm. So I think we have a ghost would be my top. I think. Um, I know I made this question. I don't know if I have a top five. Sure. Uh, I think I have a top. Three. Well, let's do top three then. Great. Um, I, I'm gonna do bottoms, uh, Renfield, and old day. <laughs> yeah, a real curveball. Uh, I think I'm gonna do somewhere in Queens. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Uh, I think Cocaine Bear is you know honorable mention, even though we only gave it a two. Yeah, I think Cocaine Bear is probably also my honorable mention. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we have a ghost, bottoms, and then 
probably Guardians of the Galaxy, just because mm-hmm. I'm a big Marvel fan, yeah. so I'm sure that I will just put that on at some point. I'm not including Asteroid City for probably the same reason that you're not including uh, Bottoms as, like, a favorite. Yeah. It's like, there's... It's not that there's too much that's going on in it. It's just it's a Wes Anderson movie, and that that requires a different part of my brain to watch. Than... Yeah, and I, that's also not my favorite of his, despite me giving it a four. Like, it's like technically good. Yeah. I enjoyed it a lot while watching it. There's some really cool, well thought out elements of like story stories about stories are very interesting to me. Uh, so it's cool how he did this particular version. All of that being said. I enjoyed Bottoms more, like yeah. the viewing experience. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, maybe honorable mention to Haunting in Venice. No, not for me. The D&D, yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, that was a fun movie. Yeah, like, it is. I was surprised. It was like, you know, it's D&D. Mm-hmm. The original D&D movies from like the 90s, early 2000s were terrible. Yeah. And so like this was just like, oh, no, like this was... This was a well-rounded yeah. movie. Yeah. Uh, are there any of these ratings that you were surprised by? Either how oh. high they were or how low they were. Yeah, paint. Paint I was surprised by. Paint was the biggest one. Inside uh, I was surprised by, just because I expected it to be like a big cinema capital. Yeah, movie. I would have expected at least a two. Yeah. And but it was just so hard to get through. Yeah, it was a drag. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say... Hanging inside are the biggest surprises. Well, Haunting in Venice. I did not expect to like that movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. I wasn't super surprised at Haunted Mansion being a one. It felt like a bit of a corporate money grab. Yeah. Uh, after Bryce giving his his uh, lecture on the haunting Haunted Mansion like lore and yeah. what he would like to see from it. It's like, yeah. I don't even know if this quite delivers for... like the true fans yeah. either um 65 wasn't super surprised at being no uh, i wasn't i was i wasn't surprised i was disappointed yeah i wanted it to be a, a good movie i wanted it to be a fun watch yeah like we were saying i don't drive yeah. dinosaurs great combo yeah and they just squandered. yeah chupa as dumb as that is kind of a fun watch because of how dumb it is yeah but 60, not maybe yeah. for kids yeah 65 not really no. yeah yeah uh what movies are we looking forward to in 2024 or ones that we haven't covered yet God. what's what's next for the year of the movie podcast well what's next i mean we've watched we, we i mentioned we watched bar we haven't talked about it we've watched uh, the Please Don't Destroy movie. Uh, the Treasure of Foggy Mountain. Yeah. yeah. And then we watched Strays. Have we watched anything? I've watched the DC movies. You haven't watched those yet. I have not watched those. Um, well, not, I haven't seen Aquaman yet. Yeah. I watched something that you haven't seen yet. Oh, uh, right. One of the screenings. Yeah. Oh, I watched Next Goal Wins. Oh, yeah. I not... Taika Waititi's. I'm, I'm excited to talk about that one. Yeah. I love Taika Waititi. I've not seen that one yet. Um... I would like to see Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. Um, yeah, I forgot about that one. Yeah. So many things. And then, so many. I mean, it might be in theaters still because it came out, but that uh, Emma Stone. Poor Things. Poor Things. 
four things I'm that interested in. If that doesn't get nominated for an yeah. Oscar, then it's a trash movie. Like, oh. like oh, it's it is. Um, oh, really? I mean, for Golden Globes, so it's gonna get nominated. Oh, okay, okay, it's getting nominated. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Bo is afraid. You haven't seen that oh, yet. Yeah. That came out in 2023. Um, Jeez. Dream Scenario with Nicholas Cage. Oh, that one. I'm excited yes, for that, that one. one. I'm definitely. Yeah. There's so much. Exactly. Um, Jeez. And like that's Chicken all... Run, Dawn of the Nugget. Oh yeah. Uh, theater Camp. Oh my god. Uh, I forgot. There's just too many. The musical. I don't care about that one. I, I I'm I'm curious <laughs> about that. I'm one. definitely curious, but it's not one where I'm like. Yeah. Ooh. Dumb money, just because of you yeah. know, how goofy that was to live through, <laughs> and then how uh, quickly they made a, a movie about it. Yes. Haven't seen Five Nights at Freddy's yet. No. Um, Gran Turismo was a one that I feel like we were very interested in, and then just never made it to the theaters to actually see it. Um, oh, the Iron Claw. Did that actually get released? Maybe. Big old maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely excited to see Iron Claw. Yeah. Um, Joyride. I heard some good things about that. Uh, I don't know if excited is the right word for Killers of the Flower Moon. Now we're just going through our list of movies. Um, that's going to be a movie to get through. I did read that book and that makes me nervous about the movie. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. The. Leave the world behind. American fiction. I want to see. Uh, and then the. The Holdovers? Yes, with Paul Giamatti. Yeah. Yes. That one I really want to see. He also won a Golden Globe for that. Yeah, we should there do... There was that picture of him at In-N-Out with his family with the Golden Globe on the table. <laughs> we should do the Holdovers soon. Yes. Because, like, a problem with this is also, like, we want to spread out, like... I don't know if we want to do themed months. Yeah, and, like, like we, we don't want to do all of, like, the, oh, this is a really good movie, and then just go through trash, 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 trash. Right. that's not fun for us. Yeah. And so we have to, like think about of like okay we've done a goofy one maybe we do like a more serious one yeah maybe we do well so our next ones that we've planned out just because we've seen them yeah we were we were going to do foggy mountain next and then strays yeah so we could do the holdovers after that yeah, we should do or that. no we were going to watch they clone tyrone yes right and then yeah. the holdovers yeah, yeah i am excited about they clone tyrone Me too. uh and then there's i keep looking oh i'm i'm not excited about it mm-hmm. but i do want to watch the killer with yeah. michael fassbender yeah um yeah i keep forgetting at that about that one just because the name is so generic mm-hmm. um no hard feelings oh there's the one oh gosh oppenheimer we haven't seen oppenheimer yeah, we yet haven't seen oppenheimer. yeah um i got to go look Mm-hmm. what he has watched because I can't remember oh my gosh Relaxing from the future that was oh that's yeah, yeah. from Our Flag Means Death um, oh my god I can't I... think of his name New Zealand actor uh, your face yep this is bugging me uh, want me to look it up he plays Murray on Playa of the Concords he's he's in the Jumanji movies. Reese Darby. Reese Darby. Reese Darby. Man, I should know his name. Saltburn. Oh, Saltburn came out. Yeah. Uh, Shazam Fury of the Gods. That it's going to be a movie 
Slother House. Slother House. Excited for the goofy movies like Slother House. Yeah. Uh, We haven't talked about Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse yet. We didn't include that in our big Marvel stuff. Polite Society. Oh. I am excited to watch that one. Yes. That is a name that I recognize, and I can't quite remember what the plot is, but... Martial Arts. Yeah. 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 So we've got some... Oh, Tetris. Um, oh, yeah. We've got some cool movies that we need to get through. Uh, if you have preferences on when you want to hear about them... Let us know. Let us know. Get in the comments. And, and, and mainly, if you... This is helpful for us. Mm-hmm. If you can go on the YouTube comments or Instagram comments. For sure. That's where we see things the most. Mm-hmm. Or if you're on Patreon. Mm-hmm. And there... You can be a free member on Patreon. Oh, neat. Um, so you can join there, and you'll see when we post bonus content. You won't get a look at it unless you pay. Mm-hmm. Um, but you'll see when we post the bonus content, and you can still leave comments on there. Mm-hmm. Um, for the video side, it just links to the YouTube for the regular episodes. But you can still leave comments there mm-hmm. and show that you support us by subscribing to the Patreon. Mm-hmm. Um the podcast stuff, if you can leave comments on podcasts, I don't know how to look at them, if I'm being honest. Because I'm <laughs> you mean for like Spotify and Apple. Spotify, Apple, yeah. YouTube, like I don't like the YouTube podcast side or whatever. Right. Um any other podcasting because I know that this is on Wherever you get your podcast. Wherever you get your podcast. That doesn't mean that we see your comment from wherever you get your podcast. Yeah. yeah. So I don't even know all of our analytics just because yeah. there's too many things. When we're doing too many things. Yeah. This is not our, our main focus right it's now. Not. As much as we enjoy it, we've got other stuff going on. Yep. Any any other ex- movies we're excited about? I don't want to just <laughs> list off every movie. Um, um, I think that's pretty much... The Bike Riders, because that was in Cincinnati. Oh, yeah. Filmed in Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, outro. Outro. <laughs> Or other movie that we have watched recently, I can't remember. Did we talk about the night before on the last one? Um, we yes, we did. Okay, because that was around. I think we did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we won't do that one. No. Um, we watched one of the Star Trek movies. Oh yeah, I didn't add that because I shoot, I have to go back. Okay, yeah. Yeah. We watched Star Trek Generations. Yeah. Which is the Star Trek film that has both. William Shatner and uh, Jean-Luc Picard. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> That's a... My brain is not... A fake fan. Open. No, Patrick Stewart. We don't need to look up Patrick Stewart. Yeah, it has both of them. Uh-huh. Uh, Best of both worlds. In one movie mm-hmm. with Malcolm McDowell as, as the antagonist. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Star Trek. So, therefore, it's a good movie. This is one of the Star Trek movies that I remember most mm-hmm. from just watching it so many times as a kid, probably because it has both captains, and I thought that was so cool. Yeah. It's not a good movie. It's fine. It's, it's a, a fine movie. It truly feels like an extended Star Trek episode. In widescreen. So, if you like that, great. If you don't, that's fine. Yeah. It's in a very specific part of the Star Trek timeline, yeah. so you don't. It's not. It's like, rough because of how technology has advanced. Yeah. That the modern Star Trek, like Strange New Worlds, looks better. Yeah. Than what this movie looked like, and yeah. the movie looked good. Mm-hmm. 
but it's still just like they can do more from yeah. the newer TV shows. Yeah, we watched that. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw the new Mean Girls last night. Mm-hmm. Because you just love Mean Girls. I do. No other reason. No. You definitely weren't being paid to go see the film. I was not. You were. I was. So wild. I would never. Uh, yeah, I, I'm i not paid for my opinion. Mine doesn't affect that of my employer, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, it. I'm, I'm not super familiar with the musical, so that was cool. Listening to songs and seeing the stuff. Watching it in a theater with a bunch of people was also a good experience. Um, my my little nitpicky bits are... Actually, I don't know if this is little. Um, but the, the stuff that doesn't age well from the original Mean Girls about weight being such a huge factor for Regina George is uh, super carried into this plot, too made me go like meh you know uh like it's part of the plot and i get that and it's but you could change it uh and it it was still like in the terms of too much weight yeah she's gaining weight and that makes her sad and like the movie isn't saying like she like her worth changes like it's very much saying like regina feels like her weight changing affects her self-worth but it also doesn't do enough to challenge that to me um and then uh, Janice and Damien are both confirmed queer characters. Damien already was. Janice is kind of like, yeah. now we know. Uh, but it's both like in the way that they make eye- they make meaningful eye contact with someone during a dance number. And that's the person they end up going to prom with. Yeah. Like that kind of level of hashtag representation. I see you. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Otherwise, I enjoyed it. thought casting was pretty good. I like Renee Rapp. Yeah. Yeah. My other... Okay, this movie did make me think of a question about high school movies in general. Mm-hmm. Because I, I truly... I did not experience this growing up, so I don't know how accurate it is to real life. But when there is, like, the mean girl character or, like, the popular pretty high school girl, uh-huh. and they're like, she's rich, she's pretty... Do people actually care about that? Like I know, yeah, I mean that's like no capital S society cares about one of that. The tropes for sure. It's a trope of like she she's pretty, and that makes her popular. Do people actually care about that? I, so I think <laughs> this is gonna sound so goofy. I think the Twenty One Jump Street movie with Jonah Hill and Channing Tatum. Yeah kind of cover that of how high school has changed since all of those tropes became like tropes yeah uh because they went to the high school expecting to be cool based off of what they remember Mm -hmm. but then they found out that all of the popular kids are the kids in the ap classes who were doing all of like the that's what i raisers yeah like that's what high school was for us it was real weird well so Humble brag, I went to a private middle school on scholarship. Okay. Um, and that was like, everyone was ac- an academic achiever. Yeah. Most of the people were like, their parents were rich. Yeah. So, I, so like, I went to like my friends' places. They had big houses, whatever, cool. 
she's like yeah that's that's just the side of the size of rachel's house and then they went over to mine and no one was like you your house is small yeah because they were all pretty chill as far as i know yeah. if they weren't don't tell me um and then my high school someone in the comments is like actually maggie yeah. <laughs> we thought you were so gross <laughs> and then in high school i went to a massive public high school my yeah. graduating class was 700 people and like, i think that's like my school was also it wasn't that big but it was yeah. still pretty big and so like there were cliques and different sides like there were yeah. there were still like the popular jocks but it was big big enough where you never had to deal with them yeah and so like to me because like honors and ap classes the popular mm -hmm. kids were like the weird like activist yeah. kids i guess the the like popular jock that i can picture in my head like the closest to real life of like a movie trope is this dude who was in my sister's class so he was like two years older than me and his nickname was big country because <laughs> he was just a really big dude and he was on the football team and he was like they he would be called a himbo now he yeah. had fun personality huge dude yeah. so people knew who big country was I don't know what his real name is. <laughs> like yeah. that's that's the closest in my also, head. Also, my high school, cause Bloomington, Indiana, uh, Indiana University, IU has a really good swimming program, mm -hmm. and so like, the swimmers kind of fluctuated with like different years of like they were the popular sports yeah. people, and it was just like why are the swimmers? Like it was like the year above me, they were the popular sports kids. Mm -hmm. My year, the swimmers were a lot of nerds. Mm -hmm. But they were still really good at swimming. Yeah. So it was just like all over the place. Yeah. We didn't need to go on this whole tangent. No. This, this movie just made me, or Mean Girls made me think yeah. of that, of like. Crazily enough, I watched yeah. Heat made me think the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Do people actually care? <laughs> no, but I did watch Heat. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it, uh, it was a three-hour movie. Three-hour movie. Yeah. That's kind of how I feel about it. Mm -hmm. It's a really solid movie. Michael Mann. Mm -hmm. McMahon? Man? Michael Mann? Mike. Mike. Big but, country. <laughs> he did a good job. Writing's good. Yeah. Acting is good. Obviously, like, it is famous for that one scene of De Niro and Pacino going back and forth. Mm -hmm. Being like, you do what you gotta do. And I'll do what I gotta do. Pretty good. Right? Yeah. Uh... <laughs> But the editing, and I know I keep talking to you about this, is not good. Like, for a movie that I've heard so much praise about for years, yeah. like, I was shocked at how sloppy some of the editing is. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, that's probably just because I am an editor. Yeah. I'm just, like, noticing it. But it is just like, how? You have been doing a lot of editing recently. It's true. Yeah. Uh, so it's like, probably more in your brain. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think it's my favorite movie, but again, I can I can see that it's a solid movie. Mm -hmm. I was left unsatisfied. Mm. Um, I'm gonna read my letterboxed okay. for it, and it doesn't. It's probably not my most accurate actual, but I just think it's funny. Mm -hmm. um, the ending didn't leave me very satisfied. They should have kissed. And then in quotes, I say, love your brother. Here's a little kiss goodnight. Because <laughs> Putting they should have kissed in every letterbox is 
pretty good. Because I don't want to spoil the movie, even though it it came out in 95 or whatever. But they don't kiss. It ends with them, like, holding each other's hand. Um, And it is, like, this, like, ah, that's that's a shame. Mm -hmm. And, like, I'm just trying to, like, think back. Like, there is a scene where... De Niro is breaking into something. Pacino is watching him on a camera, mm-hmm. and someone in the truck makes a sound. De Niro, I've seen that scene. De Niro hears it. Yeah. And the way that they shoot it is so good. Yeah. Because they hear the sound. De Niro spins around and is framed right in the middle of the camera. It's just his head, and he's looking right into the lens. So it's like he's looking at you. Mm-hmm. And then they reverse shot to Pacino, mm-hmm. looking right at the camera. So it's like they're looking right at each other. Yeah. And it's it's beautiful mm-hmm. you get this scene and then throughout the movie Pacino is like this guy's good like this guy is good like he's he knows what he's doing yeah he's like impressed they admire each they other. admire each other yeah. there's that famous scene where they're just like I get why you're doing what you're doing people like that movie because there's mutual respect from the two kids. yeah and it's just like all of this stuff and it would have it would have been if they had at the end <laughs> If they'd been like, love you, brother. <laughs> Just a little one. Just a, I'm not saying make out. <laughs> Just don't be afraid to kiss your brother. Square on the lips. Anyway. Hey, we made a movie. That's part of our... We made a movie. It's called Hello, My Name is Friend Man. The trailer is out. It's going to come out in November of 2024. It might be on YouTube. It might be on a different platform for specifically for short films. We're looking into that. Yeah, we're figuring it out. Yeah, but it will, fingers crossed, it will be, our goal is to make it free to watch. Yes. So we will make that super public. Once you watch this movie, I feel like you'd understand why we want it to be free to yeah. watch. Like, I feel like the whole message is sort of. It's a it's a guy with wielding the power of friendship. Yeah, that's our logline. It'd be weird if he was like, you know, I want friendship, but you have to pay Give me five dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So go watch the trailer. Keep an eye out on Tubi. <laughs> <laughs> Share it around if you can. Yeah. But for now, remember to follow us on places like we said mm-hmm. a couple times already. We're not gonna hit on it a no. bunch more. Um, but if you leave those questions and comments, we will respond on our other podcast, Virtual House Sessions. Um, I will say if we eventually start getting like a lot of comments, we can't respond to everything. We'll have to just like choose. Yeah. But if you have stuff that's like, watch this one next, watch this one next. And we see like a bunch of people being like, yes, please watch this movie next. Then we'll watch that one next. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it works. Yep. So I think that's all we have. Um, we will see you next week. Thank you. Bye.